launch. A little different episode today. It is me and my father. In honor of Father's Day, we went through an entire bracket breaking down the best dad movies, movies that every dad loves. Well, at least specifically my dad. Uh, It was a really special episode. Uh, We had a fun time doing it. Hope you guys enjoy it. Um, No Charles on this episode. Uh, We had to exercise him. Um, long story there, but he'll, he'll be back next time. And, uh, just keep, stay posted this Thursday. We were doing Batman V Superman Dawn of justice. Is it worth it? And that's bound to be an interesting conversation. And then on Saturday, we're doing yet another bonus episode where we will be reading yet another horrid script. Why do I do these things? Well, without further ado, me and my father bringing it down. Let's go. Hello. Welcome. Thank you, Ryan. I'm very honored to be your guest on your podcast. I know, I know. Uh, you've been talking about this a lot. You've always, you've always, since I was a young lad, you've encouraged me to, uh, to uh, follow in the footsteps of the great uh, Bill Simmons, a, a man of which we are both a fan. And uh, as we know, uh, fans of that podcast... Uh, he has his father on many a time, so I'm following in that in those footsteps and bringing you on here on uh, Father's Day. Uh, this is my gift to you, so you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, but let's be honest, I've been begging you to do this for uh, weeks now. Yes, so, yes. Yeah. So it's really, it's really just giving in. Um, <laughs> a, a real role reversal, there if you, you will. There you go, yeah. exactly right. <laughs> um, yeah, so I thought it's Father's Day. Uh, we'll have we'll have the dad on. Um, uh, it's just me and you, and I thought we would go through um, a list, a, a bracket, really, of um, d- quote unquote dad movies. And um, I, I think most people know what we're talking about when we mean that. It's like it's it's movies that everybody's dad loves. Um, yeah. How, how how do you define a dad movie? So I I'd start first by saying what a dad movie is not. Right. And a dad movie, just so we're clear, is not a romantic comedy. Right. right. Never. Never. There's not, there's not one of those on this list or any of these lists. Or musical. So I thought what you did was uh, kind of an NCAA-style bracket was pretty clever. Mm-hmm. So different categories of drama, comedy, action, and sports. I think that's a pretty good list. Those are the pillars. Approach, the pillars. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think it's a lot of comedies. It's a lot of um, action movies and stuff. But it's always like whenever people are talking about like what their dad's like, I always think like, um, it's never like too crass. It's never like stepbrothers, you know, it's, 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 it's in a zone in yeah. which it's comfortable for fathers to watch. And it's like, it's funny, but it doesn't make you think too much. It's not like yeah, it's Tarantino not, where it's, it's like super violent. Yeah. yeah it's, it's not, not like, in fact, I don't think we have any Tarantino movies on the list here. I don't think so. Maybe you're right. But that's, that's probably not an accident for that reason. Yeah. So yeah, dad movie is. The movies that your dad likes, and so your dad is a fifty-year-old white dude, right? Who grew up in the Midwest and right. in the Rocky Mountains, so that is what it is. Sure, yeah, um, like we but it's say, not, dad, it's not yeah. movies about dads or necessarily. There are, there necessarily, are some, there are some but, in there, but there's it's not like no. we're, we're talking about 
father relationships with their children kind right. of thing. It's more movies that dads like. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like the pursuit of happiness we were talking about before is not on here. That's quote unquote right. technically a dad movie because it's about a dad, but that's probably more of a mom movie. I should just say that's more in your your mother's wheelhouse, not mine. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I think we should just uh, we should jump right into it. Um, and I should also preface this with this is general dad movies, but this is also specific to us. So I did not include any films that one of the two of us has not seen. It Correct. has to have been seen by both of us. Okay, um, right. And I also included ones that I know... I have nothing on the back of mine. I don't know. I put mine over. Um, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I just know that uh, these are ones that are also specific to you. A few of them. Like, a few of them are, by and large, like, everybody's dad loves this, but I think a few oddballs sure. are in there that is specific to us. Sure. Too, so. And it's here's the other thing, what it's not. Um, these are not... Movies that I took you to see when you were a kid. Right, because that so would make you a not, terrible father. Yeah. <laughs> well, so there are some good kids' movies. We talked yes. about this a little bit. There's sure. Shrek, there's The Incredibles, the Lego movie. Yeah. All good. And then the rest of them suck. What's right, honest. right. So the Spy Kids, oh what's that, Shark Boy, Lava, Lava Girl. Girl. <laughs> that may be the worst movie ever made. <laughs> not all due respect, but... Um, and you know, you I would, I've just put that in one giant bucket of all the other kids movies. Right. There's, there's, there's a theme with the kids movies that you like. It's always like smart ass, uh, yes. like sarcastic, like Shrek and all that. So, so one of them that didn't make the list, for example, is, is Shrek. You yeah. You said that, uh, fantastic Mr. Fox, uh, one of my all time favorites, Kung Fu Panda. The first five minutes, yeah, I know you're laughing. The first five minutes of that movie is awesome. Yeah, it's so funny because, like, when I, we first saw that one, I was like, I want to say, what, five or six? Yeah. And, like, when you're a kid, your parents pretty much pretend to like anything that you like. Yeah. But now thinking back, you were, like, way more enthusiastic about that one because you actually really liked it. Yes, I was willing to watch it again. <laughs> like, what is, what's the thing he says about the painting? I've seen only seen paintings of that painting. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so let's, maybe let's go start with our, um, our runners-up here. Um, and these are less so runners up in than they are. I just forgot about them in the moment. Well, uh, and, and to be fair, this is only a thirty-two team bracket. This is not right. a full-on March Madness sixty-four, right? Because that would be like a two-hour podcast. So, right. um, you want me to take the first few? Sure, sure, yeah. So I'll take like the first five or six. Sure, great movies we love. And in fact, if uh, all your listeners don't abandon this podcast because of right. this one, right? We can come back next year with this with list. This, this is right, pretty right. close to 30 movies. Sure. Hot Tub Time Machine. You love that you get to be a, I love that movie. <laughs> you also have to be a certain age to see this movie. You, yeah. It's not a movie you saw 10, 10 years ago. Right. This isn't one that me and him saw when we were, I was six. Um, it was probably like less than a year ago. Yeah. Great White Buffalo. Oh, yeah. Great White Buffalo. Uh, Schindler's List, because that's just a downer, right? Yeah. I, well, um, we'll bring this up later, but I think um, always dad movies always have a theme of like there's a lot of history dad movies. But, like, a lot of times it's, like, uh, Glory or yes. whatever, where it's, like, American Pride and, like, there's something to, like, find a good in. I think Schindler's List is way too depressing to yeah. be, like, a classic dad movie, I think. Because nobody watches it more than once. And doesn't, you're right, and doesn't mean it's not a good movie or, right, right. you know, whatever, it just didn't make the list. Uh, as I said before, any Tarantino movie is not on here. That, I think, might be a more specific to us thing, because I know you're not as huge I'm a just, fan of Tarantino. Thing, yeah. um, I, but I think some... A lot of dads are probably. Yeah, so. that's probably true. Like, right. like different Reservoir dads Dogs different is like a big, sure. yeah. And, I, you know, I've enjoyed some of those movies. It was just yeah. so, yeah. Over the too top. Much. Yeah, yeah, over the top. Inception, 
So mm-hmm. everyone loved that. And then we really didn't have uh, a number of the... We really avoided franchise yep. movies and trilogies and all that. Yeah. So Star Wars, which are some of my favorite movies. All the Marvel uh, mm-hmm. movies we avoided. So mm-hmm. uh, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then we have like uh, Gladiator. Which Gladiator is actually... I, I'm I'm a little disappointed in myself that I forgot about that one because it fulfills a lot of things on the dad movie bracket. Violence. There's violence. Mm-hmm. It's it's an action movie. Out for justice, mm-hmm. kind of revenge. Revenge. You know. It's it sets the action. It's a war movie, but then it's also kind of a sports movie too. It's got a historical aspect. So it. so it kind of fits into multiple yeah. brackets in yeah. within our bracket. You're so right. it's a good one. Um, Whiplash. Um, that's another one. It's hard to watch again. Yeah. So that's it's why like I didn't. It and you remember yeah. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Great movie though. Uh, I've never seen Braveheart, so we didn't put that oh. on there. I gotta watch. Yeah. Braveheart. So that's why. That's your yeah. fault. That's that, why it's. That yeah. might be a number one seed in the next year's. It's uh, fair. Podcast. Uh, Goodwill Hunting. Um, a little, little too emotional. Uh, for, also, for the, for not the a, necessarily a repeat watch. You know, you would. Yeah. That'd be pretty depressing. Yeah. Uh, Baby Driver. We both love that movie. And it's look. Driving fast, like, <laughs> hey, you know, we could make this a wild card and have your grandfather on this move yes. next year. Next year, and he could tell us what every car is, and how fast it would go. That's and like every yeah. That's that's another dad thing, like cars. Yep. Um, uh, we have uh, Blade Runner, another one I haven't seen. Um, so mm. really, yeah, I haven't seen the first right, one. We, yeah. we have to remedy that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gran Torino, which was on this list on the bracket, but mm. then I replaced it with something that I thought was more okay. fitting so um princess bride i didn't include this one for a reason because mm. because there's an argument to be made that princess bride is a romantic comedy kind of yeah kind of inconceivable yeah fair uh. enough <laughs> uh the prestige this is my personal favorite christopher nolan movie yes um, i think it just fr- slipped my mind frankly mm-hmm. that's a major faux pas on our part that should, should be in here so that's that's another number one seed in a different bracket mm-hmm uh, for Christmas movies, A Christmas Story and Elf, those are good too because they do have a theme of Actually, fatherhood. Fathers, right? Yeah. Exactly. That fathers appreciate a theme of fatherhood um, is not necessary for a dad movie, but sometimes it does help. Yes, um, particularly in a Christmas story. I think that's a good one. Uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. It's got cursing. It's got good acting. It's got uh, Al Pacino, one of the ultimate dad movie actors. Um, always be closing, Ryan. Always be closing. Indiana Jones. That's the same with. Um, uh, franchise movies, but especially the third one because of the yeah. uh, yes. Sean Connery yes. father right. relationship. Yeah, Enemy of the State, and really anything by um, Tony Scott. Yes, I'd say on the train Auto- one. Automatic, um, yes, automatic. <laughs> uh, Jerry Bruckheimer also in yes. Uh, Don Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, any movie about submarines? Obvious. That's a no-brainer. Can you, can you fill that in for me? Why, okay. why is that? Why is that a father thing? Like, why does everybody's dad love submarines? It, Okay, because it's it's action, sure. it's historical. Okay, right. There's drama, right. Um, but there's like, typically violence, and you know. So yeah. we're, we're talking Crimson Tide, Hunt for Red October, uh, classic movie that you haven't seen, Das Boot. German oh yeah, movie. the German one. Yeah. yeah. So I think it checks a lot of the boxes that you've laid out before. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I have uh, Jason Bourne in that series. That's a that's a no brainer. Um, and then The Fugitive, which I which I'm upset that I didn't put on there because yeah. It's one of our favorite movies. Any out of house, dog house, yeah. Ultimate Tommy Lee Jones movie, and Harrison Ford movie, really. That's probably peak Tommy Lee Jones, don't you think? Yeah, 
Yeah, because that year, I think I think that's the same year as, um, or it's close to, um, terrible movie, but Batman Forever. Right. He's I mean, he made a lot of money. He's right? he's two faced. Yeah. And he was in um, Under Siege around that Men time. Men in Black is Men probably Black just after is a that. Little, yeah. So it's peak Tommy Lee Jones. 90s, yeah. Later in his career, because he's, he's not a youngster. Yeah. No, and then he kind of has another peak, like, ten years ago. Not in terms of, like, popularity, I don't think, but he's in, like, No Country for Old Men. He's in a number of other things that are, like, really critically acclaimed. So okay. I think he, I think he has, I think he has a, a movie star peak and, like, a quality of movie post, peak. Yeah, so he's yeah. got a, okay. Yeah. A post, uh, post-peak prime. Yes. Okay. That's a good, that's a good way to put it. All right, so now we're on to the main bracket, and, um, for those of you listening at home, we will tweet out, uh, a photo of the bracket so you <laughs> can follow along more easily. Let's uh, just say just it's very authentic. It is. It's, it's what you expect when you think of me making this. Uh, so, so, so which quadrant would you like to start with? Uh, I'll leave it up to you. You know, let's start with comedies. Okay. I think this, this might, might be the most honest, contentious one. It's yes, I think this is <laughs> perhaps the hardest one, mm-hmm. and I think, you know, there's some real quality here. Right. Okay. Should we start at the, at the top? We're going to top and work our way down. Okay. So I I did not seed these. Okay. I, I did pair up some things that I think would go well together and be a good conversation, but um, they're not really seeded. But this first matchup I think is pretty good seeded. Yeah. The, it would be the one in the eight seed where they were seeded. I, I think that's right. Um. So these are actually both Todd Phillips movies, um, okay. uh, who people know now as the guy who directed Joker. Weird career, uh, talented guy though. He knows he knows yeah. how to make he knows how to he's make a good pretty, movie, a yeah. good successful movie. Um, so we have The Hangover versus Old School. Frank the Tank. So a Hangover may be my favorite comedy. I, I agree with you. This is the, it's a one seed here. Yeah. And the only, and one of the reasons I say that is the first time Ryan you watched this. Yes. There were multiple points in the movie that you were crying because you were laughing so hard. Yes. <laughs> and so, you know, kind of looking it through your eyes, it's mm-hmm. like, yes, this is really good stuff. And we've had this debate of, for example, in The Hangover, whether Zach Galifianakis deserved an Oscar for his performance. He did. <laughs> Typically, as we know, comedies don't get a lot of love um, from the Oscars, and only recently exactly. has that kind of turned around. But as we discussed... People just think, well, it's funny, and they're just being goofy, mm-hmm. and so it's easy. It's and we know really that's not, not. true, yeah. <laughs> particularly when it's on film and you've got an audience in the theater who's not actually experiencing that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I think, you know, doing a good... Because, look, there's a million bad comedies, right? They just aren't funny oh, and just land, fall right. so flat. So it's this hard to is, do well. Yeah. Anyway, so that's too much maybe about The Hangover. So No, there's that's not a thing. Any movie that has... Mike Tyson and his tiger, and he punches Zach Galifianakis in the face. Out cold. Out cold. Uh, that deserves to be at the Oscars. That deserves to be represented. 100%. It's, that's well, the pinnacle. Of, as we were talking about, as we do this in our basement. Exactly. Um, you know, Ryan asked me if this was a pager-friendly basement. Right. You know? Yeah, it's, it's so quotable. It's so yeah, exactly. whatever. You, you probably do. The Hangover, too, just to say one last thing about it, but um, this is probably advancing, so we'll, we'll be able to say more about The Hangover soon. Yes. Um, has some of the best bit part characters mm. in movies, like um, Rob Riggle as the cop yeah. with the taser. Yes, 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 yes. Um, the guy from Veep, who's the yes, doctor. the doctor, yeah. 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 Very bit parts, but really funny. <laughs> really funny. funny. Jeffrey, Mike Tyson. Uh, the father-in-law. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Tambor. Tambor right? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, talking about <laughs> Vegas and he's on a heater. And, you know. Exactly. Um, exactly. 
Yeah, so I think we should talk about a little bit of old school because I think we yeah. both agree Hangover's going forward. The Hangover will go forward, but old school is a funny movie. Frank the Tank. That's it. You know, that's a, those three words is all about all you need to say. Exactly. Yeah, and the the party uh, streaking. Um, Vince Vaughn, very funny in this movie. Uh, it's probably post peak Vince Vaughn because that's probably is that after Wedding Crashers? Do we know that the no, it's time before. It's up? before. Oh, okay. So I'd so say pretty, I'd say Wedding Crashers probably high, peak. Yeah, hundred uh, yeah. percent. So quality, you know, old school quality. It's stupid. It's rewatchable. Funny. If it comes yeah. on on TV, you'd watch it again. Mm-hmm. But it's just the Hangover is consistently yes, borderline spectacular throughout. It never peaks and then drops. It's just there, there's a number of it, yeah, I'd agree. And old school has a number of things. Um, obviously, with comedy, it's really hard because social norms and everything changes. There's a lot of things in old school that haven't aged so well. Yeah, I think and that's the Hangover, true. the Hangover. There's some things that also haven't, but like, but like it's it's less. I don't want yeah. to say offensive, but yeah, like the the subplot with Luke Wilson and his boss's daughter is really really weird. Yeah, that's and a like, little too like high school, right? Like yeah, unearned like, and like bits that's like that's a little far and stuff. Um, and the Hangover, you know, it's more in on the joke there. So so I'd say that I can comfortably say the Hangover. Yeah, um, will advance advances, but. That does not speak ill of right. old school. Right. Here I go again. Next one. Yes, exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Anytime you have a White Snake song to end the movie, it's pretty good. Precisely. Uh, Anchorman versus Caddyshack. This is hard. So this is Ron Burgundy versus Judge Smales. Carl Spangler. Or Judge Smales. Or Judge Smales. No, I'd say it's Brick versus Carl, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah, true. Yeah, it's the, the, the comparison Steve character. Carroll, Again, multiple people, to your point, you got Chevy Chase, yep. you got Bill Murray, you got Brian Doyle Murray, who's, uh, yeah. you got Ted Knight, I mean, there's four quality... Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield, five, five yeah. quality performances there. Anchorman, if you look at that, so you got Will Ferrell, you got uh, Paul Rudd, small yep. role, but really good. Steve Carell, right, before mm-hmm. he becomes big. Mm-hmm. Um, David Koechner, the the... The sports guy, yeah, the right, right, definitely the least famous out of that. And even Christina Applegate, pretty good in kind of working off of Will Ferrell. Yes, she's funny in that movie. Um, I don't think that means. Um, and tiny role, almost kind of a cameo, but um, underrated in The Hangover is Fred Willard. That's the boss. I think he's very funny. Yes, he's very. He's like dry and and also he's talking to the. No, I'm sorry, sister. Yeah, (laughs) wasn't he say something about his son too? His son's (laughs) always in trouble. At school. Yeah. Um, yeah, really. Will Ferrell is coming is, up again on this list. This um, is really hard for me. Because, as you know, I love golf. Right. And so it's hard for me to not advance Caddyshack, and I almost... But I can't believe that I'm going to take that over Anchorman. Like, right. But I, I don't know. The, the cameos in Anchorman might send it over. Like Jack the Ben Black. Stiller, Jack Black, Vince Vaughn. Como esta, bitches? The funniest, the funniest cameo in... Anchorman, I think, is Tim Robbins because all the other ones are comedians and he's not. Yes, you're like, but he's just the yes, PBS guy. PBS guy. It's like, yeah, we're down with the women's lib. But. Before the end of it, both of his arms get cut yeah, off. Yeah. It's like, no, that's Luke Wilson. Is that Luke Wilson? Yes. It is Luke he's Wilson. Like, oh, my come bad. On. Yeah, I forgot Luke Wilson's in there. You know, so against my better judgment, I'm going to go with you on Anchorman over Caddyshack. I, no, but I, th- I, I really was about hard. to lead into. I think Caddyshack should win. Oh, because I think because it's older. Um, so it. If we're talking about quality of movie, I might choose Anchorman. 
If we're yes. talking about dad movie, I think Caddyshack is uh, more classically a dad movie than Anchorman. All right, I'm with you. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Good call. Good work, son. Okay. We might have a similar result here. Um, so we have next is Vacation, uh, the classic 1983. The first one. The original one. Um, though we, we do like uh, Christmas Vacation in this Correct. family. Uh, and the new one with Ed Helms isn't bad. Tolerable. It's, it's, it's not the original, but uh, with Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo, uh, the original, um, versus Dodgeball, you know true underdog story. You, yes, you know what I'm going to say, right? If you can dodge, dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Yeah. 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 So, really different movies. Yes. Uh, ben Stiller, I'm not a big Ben Stiller guy, but in this he's really good. Very fun. And I like, you know, he's the villain, mm-hmm. which I think is... Kind of not usual. Yeah. Well, him being the villain harkens back to um, another movie that uh, did not make the list and did not even make our honorable mentions, but we should have mentioned um, his role in H- Happy Gilmore. Yes. As the yes, orderly yes, in yes. the uh, get you a glass to shut the hell up. <laughs> He's like running a sweatshop. Yeah. In the, exactly. in the elder, old folks home. Happy's um, grandmother. So. Yeah. So he's great in it. Um, this is also in the peak of Vince Vaughn. I think it's like 03. Yeah. I think yeah, it's 03 yeah. old school, 04, Dodgeball, 05, Wedding Crashers. Yeah. It's a great run. That's of a really comedy. good run. That's a really good run. He's not, he's by far not the funniest guy in there. Oh, no. But that, but he plays his role good because yeah. he's the sarcastic, yeah. like, like, you don't need him to be a. Yeah. You know, one thing that didn't age well in Dodgeball? Hmm. Lance Armstrong. But I, I argue that it makes it funnier. That, that Lance is, Armstrong is, is the cheater who encourages him to okay. keep going. Like, I think it adds to the comedy. Unintentional comedy? Unintentionally. Okay. I, I think it makes it funnier. Okay. All right. You might convince the, ch- the Chuck Norris cameo? The Chuck Norris cameo is great. great. And, and the William ends. Shatner cameo. Yes. Yes. Uh, and, um, 100%. Uh, to bring it up, uh, I-, I could spend an entire podcast talking about these characters who are barely in this movie, but a lot of comparisons... Um, from listeners of this podcast have been made between me and Charles to Gary Cole and Jason Bateman in this movie. <laughs> Which I don't think is entirely unrealistic. I'm Gary Cole, he's Jason Bateman. And you uh, and you guys are on ESPN 8, the Ocho? The Ocho. Was it, it's Cotton and Pepper. Yeah. Pepper Brooks. F&A, Cotton, F&A. F&A. Pepper needs a new pair of shorts. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I, as much as I love vacation and, and poor Aunt Edna and you know, rest, oh my God, God yeah. rest your soul, and the poor dog, mm-hmm. and uh, John Candy, great John Candy, uh, great, small, he's small, yes. I mean, oh. so that's a quality item, and it is a father movie, yeah. And that is kind of the the um, the criteria here. But I'm I'm having a hard time going against Dodgeball. It's just so funny. Yeah. Who and did that movie? Who directed that? I have no idea. You don't know? Okay. I think it's just sometimes it's just like a random guy. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, so let's let's go with dodgeball. I think any movie in which you have one of the pit characters is like a delusional guy who thinks he's a pirate and it works. Then I think you're, oh. I think you're good. You know, Steve the pirate. Um, okay, and then now we're on our last matchup in this bracket. in this bracket of the comedies. This is hard. This is hard for you. This is a, this is brutal. Talladega Nights versus, versus Wedding Crashers. Yeah. Ah. Uh, uh, so, some of my golfing buddies, when I told them um, that my son had said to me the other day, Dad, if he ain't first, you're last. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm raising that boy right. 
I was, I so, was proud. high. I was so proud of you. <laughs> Hell, you could even be fifth. <laughs> so, look, I think Wedding Crashers is spectacular. Yes. I think it's great. Yes. I think the only my only beef with Wedding Crashers, and it's a small one, it's too long. It doesn't yeah. have to be as long as it does. It's yeah. You know, they go the extra, they're staying the weekend and all this yeah, stuff. And it's yeah, funny. Yeah. There's funny stuff. But it's probably a little too long. Mm-hmm. And, and it's that, another one of those in the old school... Uh, little kind of thing where some stuff some stuff yeah. is not aged well like the the plot with the brother is a little yeah but you gotta yeah i mean you take it for what it is of well, course i'm not i'm not using that against it yeah. yeah 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 whereas talladega nights i think again that is that's you know going 100 miles an hour or in this case 200 miles an hour sure it doesn't uh, stop the whole time yep i mean it just keeps hour and a half long um boom 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 you know exactly um, um it's like I I know you um, you hold the opinion you don't like Sasha Baron Cohen. I don't like Sasha Baron in Cohen in general, but you like him in this movie. Funny in this movie, yeah, because it's not too much of him. If no, he's it's like, just enough. Like Borat, like uh, yeah, yeah. like please make it stop. It, it's an acquired taste, like Bruno. And that yeah, type exactly. Of stuff. Yeah, it's, just it's too like much. you have. To, I think you have to like that to like it. So it's the right dose. That makes sense. Yeah. So I I'm Talladega Nights. I mm. think yeah. So okay. what do you want to do? You want to advance all the way to like the final four, or what do you want to do here? Uh, I'll leave that up to you. Let's just take it, yeah, let's take the next two. Okay. So it's Talladega Nights against Dodgeball. Uh, that's and then Hangover against Caddyshack. Caddyshack. All right, this is going to kill me, but I'm going to go Hangover. I think The Hangover's funnier. Yeah. I do, I do. I think The Hangover, could. there's a. There's an argument to be made, not... In, in a way, it's kind of the next generation's Caddyshack. It, a little bit. Like the collection of the cast, there's a, yeah, there's the next, a couple small roles, there's I mean, small jokes that are like like Bradley Cooper is not really the star of the movie, and now Bradley Cooper's is like as big huge. as it gets. Right, right. Well, we, we talk about Wedding Crashers. Uh, great early Bradley Cooper in that movie. Actually, um, really good point. As yeah. uh, uh, Sack. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like it deserves credit for like just just like a perfect asshole like yeah yeah no plays a great name or whatever. Yeah. Just yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go with The Hangover 2. Um, not The no, Hangover 2. I was gonna say. The Hangover as well, because The Hangover 2 is... Uh, Never happened. Do- doesn't exist, right? Yes, yeah, so not right. in this world. Um, so then this is a really tough one. Mm-hmm. Dodgeball and Tall- Talladega Nights. Well, I think in, in the theme of this episode, I think these are neck and... I think these are even in terms of comedy. I agree. I think they're the same. But I think there, there's a theme of fatherhood in Talladega Nights. Which I think, Correct. for the sake of this yes. bracket, would put it ahead. I agree, and there's not really a though. Patches a Hulahan is a father figure to us all. Yes, <laughs> uh, you know we we live our lives by that. Uh, that's how I've raised Ryan, throwing wrenches at him. Mm-hmm. So you can dodge uh, traffic, you can dodge a ball. Yeah, exactly. Three years old. So um, yeah, I, it's got to be Talladega Nights. Mm-hmm. Coming of age story um, for Ricky Bobby. Exactly. Even though he's Just like 30. thirty-five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Talladega Nights 2 is funny because it was the first movie, I think, it was one of the first movies I saw John C. Riley in. Mm. And so I always just thought he was a comedian. But he's like a serious actor Connection, who did a comedic yeah. role. But I always just thought he was a comedian because he's so funny in that movie. Yeah. It's Cal Naughton Jr. Um, Shake and bake. Yep. Great Jane Lynch in that movie. J- yes. Uh, really good. And I like the, you know, the mother than the grandmother. And yes. like even at the very beginning. 
when he's like, you know, I want to go fast, and he drives the car when he's a little kid. She's like, uh, what did she say? She says, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, I can't remember what it was, but basically, I'm going to go inside and cry now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Mommy's going to go get some milk and cry or like something like yeah. that. Very small line. Right. Um, well, and you have to, when you talk about Talladega Nights, you have to mention the, the, the quote to start the movie. Oh. Because America's all about speed. Hot, nasty, badass yeah. speed. Eleanor Roosevelt. Eleanor Roosevelt. <laughs> Best way to open a movie. Um, yeah, that's spectacular. Yeah. And it's, it, it's not even said. Exactly. So, Talladega Nights against Hangover. <sighs> what do we quote more? I don't know. It's equal. This yeah, is it's equal. it's really close. And it's not... I don't think there's a wrong answer here. Mm-hmm. Just to go back to what we were saying about um, The Hangover 2 and 3 and the sequels and whatever. The, I know I was talking about uh, bit parts before, but I, I think Ken Jeong is very funny in The Hangover. Oh, really good He's call. He's great. Um, and that's part of why The Hangover 2 isn't as good is because he's, like, in it more. Yes. He needs to be the small yes. bit part, yes. and he's hilarious. Um, yes. So, yeah, I would, I would say... Yeah, I think with with these two, it comes down to like very small details, like the other characters, like um, because the cast and all of these are so good. We've already talked about the small parts in um, uh, The Hangover, but uh, like Michael Clark Duncan, yes, another the, serious the, actor in yes, and the um, kids are kids, really funny, amazing. Um, uh, 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 what's his name from Thirty Rock? Kenneth from Thirty Rock. That's right. And they tell him he died, but he yeah. didn't die. <laughs> if I can see you. <laughs> So, I don't know, what man. What am I supposed to do with my You know, the, the end uh, credits, uh, Talladega Nights. Yes. But that's also matched by The Hangover. The yeah. Hangover end credits. Yes. Are good. They're really good, too. Like, they just throw Carrot Top in there out of nowhere. Yes. So. Um, then we have. Um, and Wayne Newton. and you know. Yes. Just random. Yeah. Like, oh, well, man, and. This is really hard. And The Hangover also has, uh, which I didn't mention for Wedding Crashers, but I meant to, it has the Dan Band in it. Uh, uh, the Wedding yes, Band, yes, the great. Yes, yes, the great. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's like a, he's like I think he's like Todd Phillips' guy. Like he knows him or something, yes, right. and he's just like, "Do you want to come in and be the wedding well, band?" And, and like, and and it's Ed Helms' girlfriend. Yes, yes. Which so, again, Ed we know Helms. your grandmother's going to listen to this, so we're exactly. skipping a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Well, and Ed Helms underrated. I think underrated, it, or doesn't get talked about enough in how funny he is in The Hangover. I, I I'm gonna go The Hangover, but it's, it's like by a, yeah, by a thumbnail. Yeah. I think so too. Right. I think there's just more there. I, th- I think, obviously, it's a comedy, so you don't have to get too much into this. I do think the plot is better. Like, it has the mystery element, like, where's Doug, where's whatever. Yes. So I think, I think that puts it over the top, wherein Ricky Bobby, like, it's just yeah. a bunch of jokes. Yeah, yeah, it's a, kind of a skit, yeah. So I'm going to say that hangover. I agree. So that's it for the comedies. We'll come back to this later, when the hangover goes up against uh, our best drama. Uh, so do you want to move? Let, let's move across clock, clockwise. Uh, that is clockwise. I know how a clock works. Yay, Ryan. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. We're going to have to go quickly. This is going to be a long podcast. This is true. Okay, so we have, um, to start out, we have the Dark Knight, or um, the best of the Dark Knight trilogy. What's what Your favorite is so the Dark So we have Knight this Rises. argument all the time. My, my favorite is the Dark Knight Rises. This is my favorite movie. I just like the story arc, and it brings it all together, and I yeah. thought I it's like very clever too. in the way it does. Mm-hmm. I acknowledge that the Dark Knight is the better movie. Okay. So you want to just stick with the Dark Knight? That's fine. Okay. Versus Casino Royale. This, is this your favorite James Bond movie? That's my favorite James Bond movie. Okay. This is, you know, James Bond is always been cool. He always gets a girl. Skyfall is a totally legitimate competitor. Mm-hmm. But I like Casino Royale, that opening scene mm-hmm. where the, it's the, just like, this is a new James Black Bond. Black and white. 
The part with the black and white and the guy. Well, but in the, then and then uh, yeah, but it leads right into the parkour, the, um, where he's chasing the yeah, guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're jumping all over a construction mm-hmm. site. Mm-hmm. And this is a new James Bond. This is different, and he will kick your ass. He's blonde, <laughs> and he's well, and he's like this physical yes. specimen versus he's always real smooth and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Oh yeah, now this is like like if you have all of them fight each other, Daniel Craig the, could. Like not use a gun and beat and all, beat them all to death. Yes, like exactly. him versus Roger Moore. Like <laughs> yeah. So it's not really fair. You've got you know. So these are two kind of iconic figures. Characters, iconic. Yeah. Big um, tent poles of of really really the twentieth twentieth and twenty first century. You know. I might go um, with the Dark Knight though. I, I think, think it's the a Dark better Knight. Mo- it's a better movie. It's a better movie, and I, Casino Royale drags. We we it had this conversation drag. before. It's the, way too long. It ends. And then it, and then it go, keep, keeps going for another twenty minutes. Th- this happens. With the, yeah, yep. yeah. So That's I, easy. I agree, right. Dark Knight. Um, but just shout out. Um, what's his, I don't know how to pronounce his name. The villain, uh, Le Chief. Yeah, uh, Mads go, Mickelson. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, you pronounce his, his name. Uh, Great. Nine, really good. When he, when he tortures him. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah, and he, and then he, James Bond laughs at him. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, so next we are going into the next quadrant. Uh, not next quadrant. The next uh, pairing. Uh, Terminator. I just went with one. Because I haven't seen two okay. yet. Um, versus Edge of Tomorrow. Okay, you know, sci-fi kind of futuristic. Future, yeah. what, how does this happen? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, time travel and how does this mm-hmm. all work? So that's a really fair matchup. Edge of Tomorrow, I think, is probably one of the most underrated movies. Yep. Made uh, like no money. Yeah, but it's just the concept's clever. Mm-hmm. And you don't know where it's going. Mm-hmm. Underrated performance by Emily Blunt. Yes. Not a movie that you would see a trailer for and like assume it'd be really good. Yeah, but then you, it was. you have to watch it and you're like, oh right. wow, that's much better than I thought. Great, um, he's only in it for a few minutes, but great, uh, Brendan Gleeson in that movie as the general. Yes. He's uh, barely in it. Um, Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton, great. Yep. Um, but it's got to be Terminator, right? It's yeah, started, this for the, it started what Edge of, There's no Edge of Tomorrow without Terminator. That's probably you know? true. Yeah. And... And Arnold Schwarzenegger had done a couple things, I think, like Conan and some of the other stuff. We had Pumping Iron that was, like, about this, him. This turned, yeah. right, this turned Arnold Schwarzenegger into a superstar. Right. And he picked to be the Terminator. You know you're Right, you've told me this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, did, he was offered the lead role, like Kyle, the good Kyle guy. Kyle Reese, right, yeah. And he's like, no, the Terminator, he's, you know, can't be stopped. That's what, you know, that's hasta la vista and all that. Mm-hmm. that so I go exactly. Terminator there. Okay. Next we're moving into, this is... This is kind of a tough... This is an unexpectedly tough one. Yeah. Where, when you first hear it, you think it's obvious, but then you you, you, you go into it, and it, it gets more complicated. Uh, the Liam Neeson classic, Taken, versus Die Hard. Now, I would say that Die Hard is clearly the better movie here. I think it is the better movie. Yes, 100%. Better dad movie, I don't know. See, here, and here's the thing, and we've discussed this a little bit before the podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, the father revenge movie because your daughter's been kidnapped. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how else you uh, make... The, the, there's no better... That's a quintessential, like, father... Like, you yes. mess with my family yes. and I will kill you. Well, it's the quintessential get um, your audience on the side of your good guy. Um, yes. And the, and the peak only moment... By. And Die Hard's a great movie. Yes. The peak moment of Taken is... I don't know who you are... I don't know what you want. If you're looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have the money. But I, what I do have are a particular set of skills. Skills I've acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. 
I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. <laughs> it's all from memory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, um, um, I, you know, that's a drop the mic moment in my Exactly. Opinion. That's, yeah, that's a great, it's great Liam Neeson because he's like, he's like believable as this guy who's kind of older, but he, like he did kill people for a living at yeah, some point. Yeah, he's got know? this kind of darkish past right. we don't really talk about. He's never home. And it's weird because, um, this was another one of the like, I, I wasn't super aware of Liam Neeson. I'm pretty sure the first movie I saw Liam Neeson was probably Batman, I'd say. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was never really aware of him. He didn't do too much action before Taken. Like, yeah, this was the intro to his... That, yeah. So now he's known as, like, an action guy. Before this, he was Schindler's List. He was, um... He did, like, a movie version of Les Mis uh, that was, like, not a musical. He, he did a bunch of things that were, like, dramas. And, like... Yeah. So, so to see him in this is cool. So, so I, are you going Taken here? In terms so, of the father but, angle, I feel like... Yeah, I think I would it, advance it. it, it. I, right? I'm not making the argument it's the better movie. I'm no. making the argument it's the better dad movie. Sure. Yeah, because... So do we need to say a word about Die Hard then? Because we can talk more about Taken. This is true. Um, I think it, it reinvented action movies. If you look at action movies that came out pre-Die Hard, post-Die Hard, completely different. What's the guy, name of the guy on um, Book on Nine-Nine? Jake Peralta. Yeah, but uh, the actor... Yeah, Jay, so the character uh, uh, Jake Peralta. Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg. Yeah. You sound like him. He's like, reinvented <laughs> action movies. No, it did, though. Because if you look at it, it, it added the, like, kind of, like, the ticking clock element, the, like, um, one-man army takes on the whole yeah. whatever. That, yep. that That is featured and taken. It was the kinda, uh, underrated villain performance. In, uh, amazing villain performance. Yeah. Uh, really Alan good. Rickman, first movie he ever did. Oh, is that right? Insane. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. He was, he was a respected theater guy. Oh, okay. Movies. So he was an actor. He was an actor. Okay. Um, and and I so Amazing it's a great movie. Um, yeah, better Taken's probably a better dad movie because it's literally about yeah. father. Yeah, yeah. Um, so next up we have the Battle of the Keanu's. This is the last one. Uh-huh. We have John Wick versus the Matrix. Uh, so we just we, watched, we just the, watched Matrix the Matrix last night. night. Yeah, John Wick. So not a father, but you know a dog father. You, yeah, you know, some you, people call their dogs. My wife their just died, mm-hmm. and you killed my dog. And now it's game on. What's the monologue from that? The one that the dad... T- There's a kind of a dad thing here. This is like your worst nightmare as a dad, that your kid turns out like... Oh, yeah, yeah. The, Actually, the kid, there is a you know, kid. There's, there's a dad thing, kind of. And, uh, yeah, so that's... Um, uh, basically, the gist is, um, you, know, you know, you stole the car, you killed his dog, whatever, and he's mm-hmm. like, well, that was John Wick's car. Mm-hmm. And he's like, why? And, he's, and then the whole it's dialogue like, why does about... why matter, yeah. Uh, you know... He's the guy you go, you send to kill the boogeyman. boogeyman. Yep, that's such a good line. Yeah, he killed a guy with a pencil, two guys or something. Yeah. Um, John yeah. Wick is sh- uh, sheer will. Yeah, <laughs> no, like the way they talk about him, and usually in action movies, it's really hard to do stuff like that, and then pro- not profit off of it, but like set something up like that, and it's successful afterwards. Like, like a lot of times in action movies, they'll be like, he's the most prolific, he's the best, whatever, and like it doesn't really pay off. But in this, it does, and how. Yes, um, yeah, 100%. John Wick. Like I was saying, Taken, it was great. Get the, get the audience on the side of the good guy. This is probably the only arguably better way to get somebody on the side of the good guy is to kill the dog. That's exactly um, right. right. Yeah. So that's a good, pretty good father. Um, and that's mindless. taking nothing away from The Matrix, which I love and, as we've discussed, really uh, um, particularly... Uh, kind of changed 
some of the sci-fi movies yes, in the way yes. and um, and and the plot is actually really it's good cool. of like it's an interesting how do you plot. know what what is real is real and mm-hmm. um, you know so I think that's that's a very um, very very worthy candidate I would go with John Wick here I saw him kill three men in a bar with a pencil that's what you just showed me so three that's the answer um, um yeah. so I'd go with John Wick here do you agree I gotta I love the Matrix but I gotta go with John Wick. Uh, and John Wick, a lot of random, uh, we can bring this up later, random famous people in this movie, like Willem Dafoe's yes. in it for like 10 minutes, maybe. Um, is Lawrence Fishburne in the first one or is he just the sequel? I don't believe so. Okay. Um, little Matrix reunion. Um, a couple of character actors. And then my favorite, my favorite role in John Wick is, um, the mayhem guy from the, the, insurance yes, commercials yes, yes, is yes, the yes. like right hand man is like English <laughs> yeah you know, he's like, and, he's, and, and the he's, guy from 30 Rock increasingly <laughs> nervous as yeah. we go ahead yeah inappropriately so we'll, we'll have more to say about John Wick sure, alright sure so taken against John Wick so that's John Wick. we're coming right down to it depends on how much you value the father aspect over like how good it is cause yeah. John Wick is a better movie like John Wick's a better movie easily but it depends on how much you value each specific thing. I think we already advanced Taken because of the father. Right. So we're going to go with John Wick. I, I agree. I okay. agree. I concur. And then Dark then Knight versus the Terminator. Terminator. So again, kind of iconic characters. So. Well, and we're being very clear. This is the Dark Knight. It's not the whole Batman franchise nope. of which half of them are terrible. Well, half of the Terminator franchise. Movies are yeah, this is true. Possibly too. over half. We, we don't. Honestly. We pretend those never happen, right? Right. So we're taking these from Batman Begins and The Dark Knight Rises. Do not count in this. Neither does Terminator Two and onward. We're basing it yeah, on the movies it's themselves. Be Dark Knight. Yeah, probably. That's easy. Now we have The Dark Knight versus John Wick. So basically, two vigilantes who like to beat the crap out of people with their hands. That's about as dad movie as it gets. <laughs> right. This is this is perfect matchup. Be an awesome movie too. Like. Batman fighting John Wick. Batman versus John Wick. Right. Then they go to the hotel and they yeah. rest. They talk. Yeah. They have a drink at the bar. Oh, I don't know how I didn't mention in my random actors for John Wick. Ian McShane. Ian McShane. In John Wick. Great. Top three voice ever of all time. Yes. Tai Lung from Kung Fu Panda. Tai Lung. <laughs> Underrated performance. As he's known. Um, this is tough for me. I'm going to leave this up to you. This is really hard. John Wick is less of a commitment, which is sometimes good for dad movies, you know? What do you mean? Well, The Dark Knight, like, it's longer. It's more intricate. The Joker has this whole plan. Yes, there's a plot. So there's something, there's a lot more to follow. Let's be clear. Because of that, The Dark Knight is a much better movie. Oh, John, The Dark Knight is leagues ahead of John Wick. Yeah, absolutely. And filmmaking, Christopher writing. Nolan, right, exactly. Yeah. He's a phenomenal director, and we both love his movies. Pretty but I think we've got to go with John Wick. I, I agree. Again, this is a dad movie bracket. For, for, the, for the sake of bracket. the father movie bracket, yeah. I, the best... So, so we, we have two. The best father movie comedy is The Hangover, and the best action movie is John Wick. Perfect. I, I, can, I can live with this. So now we're, we're going to head into sports. Okay. We're going to start off probably with two, do this one quickly. two baseball movies, Moneyball versus The Natural. Depends on what you value. So I'm, the Moneyball book I read, and I love the book... Movie. I'm, I don't like the movie as much as you like the movie. I really like the movie. Yeah. The movie's more the movie's not really a sports movie. It's, it's more not really a sports it's, movie. It's like an Aaron Sorkin dialogue yes. driven like drama. Yes. So And and they do a really good job of making they do good. what can be like an arcane subject. Yes. Well, it's like an article. 
I mean, it's, it's with a bunch of numbers. Like, yeah, so, so to make do it a really good, do a job making a good movie. Mm-hmm. And because I'd read the book already, that's probably why I was like, eh, okay. So to me, I would go with the, with the natural, but mm-hmm. that's, I'm not. Classic Robert Redford film. Yeah. How old is he supposed to be, 32? He's, I think he's like 35, somewhere between 35 and 40. And then the movie, didn't we figure out he's like 54 he's or like, 49 he's or something like, like that? He's, he's an way age, too old. He's an age in which Wilford Brimley plays the manager and looks like he's 70 and he's like two years older than yeah, Robert Redford. Yeah, something Robert. like that, yeah. Um, and also, what goes against the natural is, um, there, there is a bunch of fatherhood themes in this, um, which, which I think should advance the natural. Um, I, I would agree. But we, we've talked about this. Uh, ad nauseum, and, uh, and uh, a number of other people have talked about this movie. If you've seen this movie, you know it ends with uh, with a game of catch between a father and a son. And the son um, has like three lines in the whole movie. So all you need him to be able to do, really, is to play a game of catch. And he throws it possibly the worst in, Poorly. like, cinema. <laughs> you need to coach him up. They couldn't find some blonde kid somewhere who could throw the ball properly. Right, because it's not like you have to have the kid be a good actor. Just right. find a kid who plays yeah. high school baseball. Talk. Can talk um, and can throw a baseball, and that's it. Um, Pretty low bar. Yeah, I, I agree with you, the natural. Natural, okay. Tin Cup versus Hoosiers. Two really good diff- different movies. Mm-hmm. Tin Cup, uh, again, a golf movie. I love that movie. The first time you watch it the as ending. a golfer, it's so painful. The ending, That he yes. keeps hitting the ball into the water. So everybody knows that feeling. He did it And everybody knows that feeling of being so frustrated. Just give me the damn ball, and I'm going to hit it again, and mm-hmm. I'll make it this time. Um so I really enjoy that, and I can rewatch that at any time. And Cheech Marin in that movie. Cheech Marin, and it's very funny. Underrated yeah. performance there. Mm. Um, but Hoosiers there. is a better movie. It's a classic. It's a classic. Basketball. I love basketball. I played high school basketball. You it's, played Midwest high school basketball. It's so. hard to be, like, yeah, it's hard to be against that. So The, the one bad thing about Hoosiers is the, the Barbara Hershey subplot oh, with the... Barbara Hershey <laughs> is just, she almost kills the movie. Yeah, almost strangles it. <laughs> this close. Dennis Hopper brings it back. Yes. Good one. That's a dead move, killing a mosquito in the yep. shoot here. Exactly. Um, right. th- I, I want to list my reasons why, why Tin Cup, I'm not saying it should be dead. I'm just going to say it's a very good dad movie because it's 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 got comedy, but it's like not hilarious. It's like light jokes yeah. that you can be like, ha ha, and everybody's dad loves that. Um, it's about golf. Everybody's dad loves golf. Um there, there's a couple other things I'm not thinking of, but this is a conversation I want to save till the end. But it has who I consider to be the ultimate dad actor, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner is the lead. Okay. So right. I well, just want to put that out there. All right. Fair enough. Uh, but I, I do agree. Hoosiers moves on. Next up, we have two very current um, movies. One of these I put in because I forgot. Um, <laughs> I couldn't think of any other ones. Uh, so I have The Way Back, the new Ben Affleck movie that you and I saw. It was our last movie we saw yeah. in theaters before yeah, uh, everything this, closed down. Yeah. Um, pretty good movie. Uh, very depressing. Really depressing. A bit of a fatherhood theme, but in like a really, really sad way. Dark way. Uh, versus Ford versus Ferrari, which is, which kind of started like, dad movies were always a thing, but when this trailer came out, I saw so much online like, oh, my dad's going to love this movie. Yeah. Um, and, and you did. It's a good movie. It's a really good movie. Yeah. <laughs> now, my father, speaking of dads, would probably likes this movie even more than I do. So, right. Um, the way back, it's it's an enjoyable movie, but that's that's about it. Yeah. Ford vs. Ferrari. Ford is that's easy. I've seen twice. It's yeah. I mean, like I said, I couldn't think of another one. It's so got but big stars. It's yep. got you know Matt Damon, another good dad actor. Yeah. Goodwill Hunting. This yeah. Born. 
Um, yeah, exactly. Reliable. You know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. And then these last two. Um, I think I know what's going to happen. Uh, this is a favorite in the John household. We, we talk about this more than any other uh, in the series. But I'm actually going to make a change here. Oh. Um, if, if, if you're... If okay. you, will you allow me? Uh, uh, go ahead. Sure. Um, so I'm going to do two of the same franchise. Okay. Ooh. You know what I'm doing here? No. So I'm going to go Rocky Four, or you can change that to whichever okay. Rocky movie you like, uh-huh. versus Creed. Rocky Four versus Creed. Creed is a, okay. is a movie about fatherhood. Yes, that is true. So we had this argument already about, to be clear, Rocky is by far the best Rocky movie. Oh, yeah. It's a legitimate movie. Mm-hmm. It's based on a true story. Cre- as, Cre- you know. Kind of. Well, right. Yeah. It's loosely based on a true story, but the whole like, Muhammad Ali, right? It was the, the music and climbing the steps yeah, yeah, and the, yeah. you know the whole. Oh thing. yeah, it's it's easily the best so, one. Though Creed is very good too. I think Creed is very good, and it's again has has a lot of those same themes. Mm-hmm. Rocky Four is more the quintessential Rocky franchise, over the top. Mm-hmm. Um, Sylvester Stallone totally jacked up on roids. Yep. Um, you know, you've got Apollo Creed in it. You've got. Drago. Rocky ends the Cold War at the end. Like, he, he in makes Russia. world peace in he, Russia. He beats the Russian, and he ends the Cold War. What, like, what, what is more American than that? What does he say? He's like, if I can change. <laughs> yeah, you can change something, yeah. But you can all change. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Creed's the better movie, but... Creed's the better movie. We'll advance Creed. Creed. I originally had the Sandlot in there, but, I mean, that's... Shout out yeah. to uh, Rocky for climbing that mountain in Russia. God knows exactly. how big that was. Yeah. He was going old school in his training. Who's his trainer in that movie? Is it Apollo's it's trainer? Apollo's trainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. I haven't seen and the irony so is that so Sylvester Stallone is totally jacked out on roids yeah. at this point. But the whole Russian guy, they it's show him roids. getting injected yeah. with roids. So yeah. I just, you know. Great in Creed too. Not as good a movie as Creed. Great callbacks with all the uh, Drago comes back. He fights yes. his son. Oh, that, yes. was, that was cool. Um, okay, so now we have the Natural versus Hoosiers. This is hard. Oh, these are kind of classic Midwest sports movies. Um, oof, baseball against basketball. Right. Gene Hackman versus Robert Redford. Who's who's the real yeah. heartthrob? <laughs> Who do we all want to be with? You know, <laughs> men yeah. want to be him. Women want to be with him. That's a tough one. I mean, I I've always loved basketball more, um, and I, I I personally would choose Hoosiers, but I, I I don't say that with so much confidence to try to sway so, you. Spoiler alert! But this movie's been out for thirty years on the natural, but the book is he actually strikes out at the end, right? And so when I watched the movie, I'm like waiting for it, and I'm like mm-hmm. tense the whole time, and then they win, and I was like, "What?" You rejoice. Did you like the end? The I liked it because it's a movie, and it's okay, mm-hmm. and, as, mm-hmm. and as a book, that's okay to have that ending. I'm gonna go with Hoosiers, though, but I don't say that. Dennis Hopper, Oscar nominated performance in yeah, Hoosiers, really good, deserved yeah. as well, I think. Jimmy Chitwood, yeah, and this got little nuggets in there. It's like he says to the kid, and I don't remember as good as. By the end of the game, I don't want to know what flavor of gum he's chewing. Mm-hmm. Won't you be that close to him? Mm-hmm. And he says something to him, and, and and he was able to answer the question. So, so for my uh, that that's obviously how you coached my um, uh, sixth yes. grade basketball. Team. Yes, exactly yeah. right. So actually, your seventh grade team finished runner up in the league. I will point that out. We did, and I, I take all the credit for right. that. Uh, so finally, we have uh, down here Ford versus Ferrari versus Creed. That's uh, Ford versus Ferrari. You think so? That's not hard. Yeah. All right. All right. 
Uh, so now we have Hoosiers versus Ford versus Ferrari. Hoosiers. I agree. So the champion of the quadrant sports is Hoosiers. I agree. Okay. Now we're going to move on to the last drama. We're going to start with a really hard one, but also not really hard for you, I don't think. The Godfather. I went with the original one because the second one is more about brotherhood than fatherhood, I would okay, say. Okay, yeah. Agreed. Um, so I do that versus Goodfellas. All right, Another so, classic mafia movie. Two spectacular movies. Uh, as we've said several times about some of these movies, Goodfellas too long. Um, yeah, it takes a turn. Yeah, kind of it's, as we've discussed, it's almost two different movies. Like the first two thirds is one movie mm-hmm. and the last third is something very different. Which I do think is on purpose, but... Okay, and then, it, yeah, it, look, it, look, he's in, you know, look, he's entitled to do whatever he wants. Right. I, you could make the case that The Godfather is the best movie of all time. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. Right, and yeah, I mean, it, it's easy. It has better father themes. It's a better dad movie. Yeah. Um, and, and I love how you said Goodfellas, you said, was too long, but The Godfather is like three hours, three and a half hours long, and you, you didn't mention the runtime, yeah. which speaks to how good it is, yeah, I think. Exactly. Um, in which I think if you add another hour to that movie, I'd be like, all right, like, I, yeah, I'd, I'd be down, I'd watch yeah. it, yeah. And that's kind of, you know, Godfather 2 is to some extent. Even longer. Is, yeah. Um, okay, next we have... Uh, classic war film saving private ryan this is why i meant with the the action it's it's violent it's depressing but it's also like america like you know it has that like that feeling that like um i don't think anybody else but spielberg would put would be able to do it as well as he does um it's like this patriotism this like yeah "Yeah, we're fighting for what's right we're whatever um so, so so we have that versus um great Western, kind of an anti-Western. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have too many Westerns on here because that's that's pre your time. Yeah, you, you get to be, your dad or that or, would be uh, mom's dad would be could yeah. give you a whole bracket. On Great, that um, Uncle Ralph. Uh, Western yep. um, men, uh, fathers of a certain age, huge Western fans. Um, but I'm talking about the '92 classic, uh, Unforgiven, Clint, Clint Eastwood, ultimate revenge movie. Yes. Yeah, so these are two, like, you know, don't watch these if you're feeling down. Um, yeah. Pretty t- Like, the opening part of, of Saving Private Ryan is just brutal, right? And Amazing piece of filmmaking. Very, very yeah, and it's difficult. Yeah, just, and it just goes to show, you know, as, as we know, my, my grandfather was there mm-hmm. that day. Mm-hmm. And... Um, uh, so that's just, as you said, an amazing piece of filmmaking. And, you know, I make you kids watch it on Memorial Day, usually mm-hmm. every year. Mm-hmm. And um, I will happily do so. Yeah, <laughs> usually. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's, you know, it kind of speaks for itself. Unforgiven, a phenomenal revenge movie. And as you said, kind of anti-hero. Um, uh, you know, it kind of turns the typical Western around a little well, bit. Well, yeah, because whenever, because like usually in Westerns, they glorify all this violence. Like, boom, boom. In this, like the kid that goes with him, like kills one guy and then gets so depressed that he leaves. Yeah. And like they all hate not, themselves yeah, for doing it. Yeah, and it's, it's like. All, right. And then, uh, and he has to, he has to get drunk in order to, to do what he does. Yep. Because um, it's so horrible. So uh, it's, that's a really well done. Great. Yeah. It's a great movie. Another great Gene person. Hackman movie. Yes, exactly. Um, but it's hard to go against Saving Private Ryan. I agree. But uh, uh, how about how about that Shakespeare in Love though? You know. Yeah, we're <laughs> just gonna pretend you didn't say that. Okay. All right. Next we have this is a hard one. This is a hard one for this me. This is impossible. The Shawshank Redemption versus The Usual Suspects. These are probably both top five movies for me. Mm-hmm. 
and maybe I should have figured it out, but when we when the end of the usual suspects, I was like, What? Right. The the Kaiser Soze reveal. Was, um yes, that was spectacular. Twenty five years ago. Really well. Yeah, exactly. It's, if you haven't seen it too bad, but if you yeah. haven't seen it, you probably know it. Because I think I knew it before I saw it. Yeah. So um, it loses the but then Shawshank is which I didn't realize you told me is a Stephen King book. And I think that's also yeah. really well done. Mm-hmm. It's about the power of human will uh, under brutal, right, uh, hope and in brutal conditions. It's one of those for like an hour and 55 minutes, it's the most brutal thing. And then, five, and then for five minutes, it's so good and helpful yeah. and nice. And uh, I, This is really a coin flip for me. Mm-hmm. I would, you know, I'm going to go with Shawshank, but I say that yeah. with no, with all, you know, thank you, Kobayashi mm-hmm. and... <laughs> Uh, Kaiser Souza, and uh, what what what's uh what's Chaz Palminteri's name in that movie? Forget, but yeah, it's, it's like a good name. Yeah. I remember um, Gabriel Byrne. Good Gabriel Byrne. Okay, and then lastly, we have um, something that I, that I'm very proud of. Um, the movie Lincoln from 2012. Great movie. Great movie. Daniel Day Lewis versus any movie about Winston Churchill, <laughs> because I, I I said this on the last podcast with Charles, and and I think it it holds true. Everybody's dad, or at least certain demographics, um, loves Winston Churchill and things about him, and just 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 that 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 era, that man, that whatever. What would you say is your favorite one? Is it is it the the Gary Oldman one that just came out? Or I, the, the Darkest Hour is good. I like it. I really like that Gathering Wind, which was like an HBO movie, and it's before it's leading up to Albert the Finney. war. It's Albert, Albert Finney, Finney yeah. and it's like okay. Um, Churchill's kind of out in the wilderness, yeah, and he's he's out of power, and he's the only one really talking about the threat from Germany. Sure, a very militaristic Germany and the threat that Hitler creates. Sure, and he's kind of the only one who sees it. Um, but it's a really you know it points out how you know he dealt with depression and, and it wasn't about just the glory of how he of helped lead leader, Britain right? to victory yeah. in World War Two. Yeah, and so I I actually might favor that a little more. It's not mm-hmm. as well known. But also, you know, you gave me a book about Winston Churchill for today, yep. for mm-hmm. Father's Day. It's you know, um, <laughs> somebody I admire exactly. greatly. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, having said that, it's Lincoln is a phenomenal movie. To go, Lincoln. And Daniel Day Lewis's performance in that is spectacular. Oh yeah, it's supposed and, to be Liam Neeson apparently. Oh really? I think it would have been good. Yeah, but not the same. A little weird. It's, he's not American. Well, neither is Daniel Day Lewis. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he's British. Oh, I know that. Yeah. He's just that good of an actor. Yeah, <laughs> um, so now we have The Godfather versus Saving Private Ryan. Godfather. Yeah. Again, no disrespect. And then Shawshank versus Lincoln. Shawshank. Shawshank. Those were easier than the original ones that they yeah, were. Yeah, I think that's yeah. right. Now we have The Godfather versus The Shawshank Redemption. Mm-hmm. This is the battle. I, I, the Godfather is probably the better movie. But... Father values, father, father movies, dad movies. That's yeah. what we're, I know how to speak. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you got I what I meant. Well. <laughs> I told you why. Yeah, I knew exactly what you meant. I talk good. <laughs> yeah. You is smart. Uh, Godfather versus Shawshank. I'm personally going to go for, with the Godfather. Mm-hmm. And if you make the argument for Shawshank, I totally I can. I totally get it. I don't know. He's he's on the ballot. Morgan Freeman is another ultimate Ooh, dad actor. That's true. You know, I I have a, I have a li- I had a little bit of a list. I'd say there's like four or five. I'd say Tom Hanks is a good one. 
Forrest yeah. Gump, not yes. on not on this yeah, bracket. It, yeah. um, it deserves to be on the runners up. Um, Tom Hanks is a good one. Like I said, Kevin Costner. All those yeah. like action movies, like No Way Out and whatever. Um, now that I, now that we've talked about it a lot, uh, Gene Hackman's a good one because we haven't mentioned yeah. the French Connection. 100%. Good dad movie. Crimson Tide. Crimson Tide, of course. Uh, that brings up Denzel is a good one. Um, yeah, there's a number. Then, like I said, Morgan Freeman, and finally, I think this guy might be the ultimate dad movie guy because if you take all of his action movies, he has some dramas. He has. Uh, like lawyer movies, he's in multiple franchises. I think Harrison Ford is probably the ultimate dad yeah, actor. Yeah, agreed. Right. Yeah. Um, Air Force One. Yes. Ultimate dad movie again, revenge mm-hmm. uh, type of thing. And get the off fact my that he plane. has to get off my plane, happens to be president of the United States, mm-hmm. and can kick ass is pretty good. Mm-hmm. He's so, Jack Ryan. The and ultimate. so on Shawshank, I'll give you all that, and I'm just gonna say, Pacino, Brando, Brando Tom Duvall, Hayden, yeah, Robert Duvall. Yeah. Robert Duvall. <laughs> James Conn, yeah, I respect yeah, that. Jimmy Conn. Godfather. Okay, we're at the final four. Now, this is hard because he's Because they're not movies. comparable, yeah. So, let's start with John Wick versus Hoosiers. <laughs> the final four. All right, slight snafu with the audio, but we're back. And we're better than ever. Okay. I just so gave you the thumbs up, which no one can see, yep. so. We are in audio medium. <laughs> up top. They can hear that. Yeah. Um, okay, so now we have um, the final four. Let's start with uh, John Wick versus Hoosiers. See, since the audio cut out, we've already decided all of these things. Yes. So, so, so let's act. Let's let's use our yeah, our theater see. of the mind and. <laughs> you know, Ryan, they didn't hear that part, so right. they don't really care. This is true. But... So what I would say is, um, obviously, really different movies. Mm-hmm. Hoosiers is the better movie, um, despite much. Barbara Hershey's performance in it. Uh, I don't we, think she's the problem. I yeah, think the writing... Way, the, okay, yeah. fair enough. But if we would have left it out of the movie, it would have been 22% better. So, um, Is that it? Those exact... Numbers? Yes, exactly. Yeah, okay. I've actually calculated that. Sure, sure. Don't question me on that, Ryan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never. <laughs> um, I, it's clearly John Wick. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean... Again, it's back to the criteria of you're dropping in on a, a Sunday afternoon, Father's Day. Both of them are on. Which one are you going to watch? Exactly. I've seen Jimmy Chitwood make the shot. I know he's going to make the shot. Um, even though it's, you know, the we can't run the picket fence because, um, you know, they did that with Dennis Hopper. Exactly. And that whole thing. The guy's, de- you know, he's one of the kids' dad. But, uh, you know, I'm going with John Wick, even though fully acknowledging it's not Not, not the, better the better movie, movie quote-unquote. Okay, and then we have The Hangover versus The Godfather. I had such an impassioned plea to you that 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 got you. Mm. And I, I shall give that again as best I can. Um, it, 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 the Godfather is the better movie, arguably, but <laughs> the Godfather is, the, it is movie. the better movie in terms of making whatever. But if you're a dad, you're you're a busy man. You're you're paying the bills. You're 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 rearing the children. You're you're doing things. So committing to a three and a half hour movie is is, is a commitment. Yeah. Whereas The Hangover, you can drop in. You can start it. It's an hour and what forty five at Something most. Like yeah. Um. Very funny. You have good a good time the entire time, and and um. Ultimately, what I feel with like with a dad movie or movies that, that 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 make dads feel good, and and The Godfather, isn't that for a lot of it? Like like I wouldn't yeah. say I feel great after watching The yeah. Godfather. Like you kind of feel like, am I a terrible person? Yeah. Or like I, I like I like these people. Right. Which you don't even get with like John Wick because it's so fake and over the top yeah. that you never feel that way. Um, 
But I, I do respect the Godfather for um, teaching you what you've taught me since I was a, an infant. It's, it's this life lesson that you've always taught me. If a close friend of yours sets up a meeting with your enemy, it means they're going to assassinate you. <laughs> which you've raised me to know. The, the person you most trust is about to betray you. Right, which is why I dropped Charles from the podcast, because he tried to set up a meeting between me and our podcast enemy. Okay. So that's why he's I, not here anymore. I see. Right. I see. He was okay. trying to assassinate Well, that's, me. that's smart. You right. Know, that just shows I've raised you right. Right. So I, I go with the Godfather here. Not, I'm sorry. I misspoke. I go with the Hangover here. Because yeah, I'm gonna, it works better I, as a... And I, I can't believe this, and I'm, I wouldn't have thought this at the beginning of this podcast. But we've got now The Hangover versus John Wick for the best dad movie ever. This is true. This is ultimately just what you want in the moment. Because I think both of these are probably the ultimate, quote-unquote, ultimate dad movie, you know? Yeah, it's like you come home from, well, come home from work, one of them's on TV that night. You had a crappy day at work. Yeah. You might go in one direction, and you're like, hey, I want to beat that guy to a pulp. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or you like, no, I need a pick-me-up. Yep. And uh, I need a laugh. And There's no options in which you had a good day at work, though. <laughs> it's you come, you come home and either way, you had a bad day. <laughs> so, Ryan, there's one of the things you have to learn about going to work. No. Exactly. Uh, no. No, no, I, I get what you're saying. No. <laughs> in the event you come home from a bad exactly, day, yes. For example, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying every day is a bad day at work. Just most. <laughs> yeah. So... So I say the hangover because you, you get get the ultimate um uh, It's a better movie, so it's much got jokes. a plot, the cast is phenomenal. As you as you have said earlier, the uh cameo appearances Heather Graham all work. Yeah, I don't think we've mentioned at that, this point. That's right. Um and uh the baby Carlos. Yep. Wearing the glasses, um, really good yep. performance out of him. Yep. One of the better babies in movies. Yeah. The, the, the Rain Man sequence. Yes. Which, like, is kind of funny on its own, because I hadn't seen Rain Man, but it was still funny. And yeah. I think more people nowadays, my age, any, any age... Yeah, wouldn't have seen ...will, it. if they see a reference to a scene like that, they'll be like, oh, that's the hangover scene. Like, uh, they think it's originally from that, probably. thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. When clearly it's a takeoff of, the, of Rain, Rain Man. Rain Man, really. right. It's, I think it's a generational Purposely, thing. Purposely, right. Right. I mean, it's like... Paying, paying homage. And just, just the improvisation and the performance in this movie are so good. Like, um, is it the best, my favorite line in this movie, when Zach Galifianakis is just sitting there and Ed Helms is like, she has my grandmother's Holocaust ring. And he says, oh, I didn't know they gave out rings at the Holocaust. <laughs> it's so quick. And my favorite is that you could see Bradley Cooper doing like 19 things, like staying in character, trying not to break, and also has this like panic in his eyes where he's like, am I allowed to laugh is at that? Is yeah. that okay? Is that funny, like. Yeah. Is is that just really offensive? Um, so yeah, I go with the Hangover. I think it's just it's quality the whole way through. Yeah, not to speak ill of John Wick. No, as is most of these movies, we like all of these movies. So. Exactly. That, that's why they're on here. Yeah. You know, um, but I talked about this in the last time we tried to record this, but it got messed up. Uh, Caddyshack deserved deserved more. I think I deserved a better yeah. placing within the within the. Yeah, we, we, we could have put it up against Old School. We could have uh-huh. put it up against Vacation. Uh-huh. Um, it would have won those matchups. I think it probably got a bad seed. Mm-hmm. You know, bad the tournament seed. committee put together a bad bracket here, and it was a little unfair. But they you did know, words lose. can hurt too, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I get it. <laughs> but they did lose to the champion. There's some honor This is true. There's an honor in losing to the champion. Yeah. 
Um, because I, I've stated this case before. I mean, has what I would say is three of the funniest characters of all time. Carl. Um, yeah, 100%. Judge, for a guy who's in the movie, probably 10 minutes. Yep. Has the most quotable line, uh, Cinderella story. I don't know. Uh, tears in his eyes. His parents with the tears in their eyes. Yep. The baby Ruth part. The yes. Where he's at the bottom of the pool. Eats it, yeah. The weird um, Im- all improv scene between him and Chevy Chase. Yes, in his in uh, his apartment or in his like shack. Yeah, and like you can tell that they hate each other in real life. Yeah, and like yeah, it's like they tell one or both of them is high. Like (laughs) they have no idea what they're doing. Weird scene that doesn't really fit in the movie. Right, because well, because I think they realized that they they were they're not they were never in the movie together, and they're like they're the two funniest people in this movie. We need to put them together. Yeah, Um, you get him. You get Judge Smales. Uh, It was very underrated. He's spectacular. So funny with the boat and the and you haven't talked about Rodney Dangerfield at all. Right. Rodney Dangerfield sometimes does kind of feel like he's in a different movie, though. <laughs> yes, well, and you, you, I've told you about this, is that when they first shot, he, this is the first movie he did. Mm-hmm. And so they're doing the movie, they're filming it, and nobody's laughing. And they when they cut one scene, right. Rodney Dangerfield's like, oh my God, I'm like dying, nobody's I'm killing. laughing. I'm, I'm like, dying, yeah. And they're like, yeah, we can't laugh, it's right. like, it's a movie, this is not a comedy club. Right, because it was like his first movie, yeah. like, where he wasn't a stand-up. Like, yeah, and um, so, I was going to say, I haven't even the, mentioned, the, um... Uh, Smale's uh, nephew, Spalding. Spalding, exactly. I mean, it's like, what does he say? Five bucks. Uh, he picks his picks nose. His nose. <laughs> Five bucks. He Double eats nothing. It. He eats it. Double nothing. Uh, he eats you it. can eat your fat. You can eat your fat. underrated line. Classic line. Cl- great line. You gonna oh. eat your fat? <laughs> it's cut perfectly. Um, and then I was gonna say the third funniest character, one of the best. Um, he's funny in a different way, uh, but uh, uh, Ty Webb. Ty Webb. Great golfer. Uh, yep. You know, uh, I had a friend who, what does he say? He's like, you know who the, what the story tells him went night golfing with like the Dean's niece, yeah, daughter, yeah, daughter or whatever. Yes. He's like, got expelled. And he's like, who was it? He's like, oh, he grew up to, he's like, you know who he grew up to be? And he goes, no, who? And he's like, my roommate, Dan, whatever. Because yeah. <laughs> it goes, he, he thinks yeah, it's going to be him. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Right. It's obviously like him. Stupid things. Right. So, um, uh, yeah, Caddyshack was on red. Do you have any course, others that were? Of, of course, were, Danny Noonan. Got, right. Uh, Noonan. 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 Any others in other brackets that you feel like didn't get the run? I mean, Die Hard. Die Hard, yeah. Die we hard. took them out in the first round. That's probably first not round. fair. Um, first round upset. You got to have upsets in the tournament. You do. I mean, um, Usual Suspects, again. Yes. That wasn't an upset, but... Yes, Usual Suspect. That's probably the least fair bracket right there. Yeah. That's a, a round of 32 game. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could have Usual Suspects go to, like, the... Uh, final eight. You know. Oh yeah. Um. Well, if if you because we have a bracket, if you do want to compare it to basketball, usual suspects versus Shawshank. That's like triple overtime. Like yeah. Like they're neck and neck. Yep. And then Andy Dufresne call, crawls out of the pipe. Yeah. And that's that's like a free throw that wins yes, the game. Exactly. <laughs> like exhausted. Right. So so the usual suspects hits a three with the Kaiser Kaiser Soze yeah thing, and then uh, Tim Robbins. Hits a free throw with the the reunion on the beach. No you know? time on the clock. Exactly. Yeah. Well, All great movies. All yeah. great movies. The Hangover. Watch it with your family. It's a great family film. The younger, the better. Yep. Yep. <laughs> They'll appreciate it more. You know. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, Ryan, I just want to say on this Father's Day, thank you so much for mm-hmm. of course having me on your podcast. Of course. Uh, I I feel one point three percent responsible for. This podcast, as I have suggested, that you should do a podcast for probably two years now. You really, you're really pulling through with all these like 
percentages that are yes. exact. Like very, well, again, it's Father's Day, so I can kind of say whatever I want. Right. You have to kind of accept it, so I'm going to take mm-hmm. advantage of, of mm-hmm. that fact. So, um, you know, so obviously you and Charles are the stars of the show and responsible obviously. for all of its success. But of course, I just want I'll just on this Father's Day at least a little bit of credit. Fair enough. I will give you one point three percent of a handshake. One point. That's like up top. That's yeah, like a, a, a lame high five. There we go. See my sound effects guy. That that's your new job. You can be my sound effects guy. Like you okay. know, in the radio where they play like Auga What's the key the... grip? Yeah. Well, do, can I do what he does? That's lighting, and since okay. this is an audio platform, that, yeah, sure, I mean, you, I can you be... could, yeah. <laughs> okay. if you want to. <laughs> but um, yeah. So is there is there anything any final thoughts you'd like to share? With only only the world? thought is a shout out to my father on Father's Day. I've already talked to him, but uh, um, want to say thank you for everything he's done for us. And uh, well, again, thank you. It's well, been fun. What a weird thing this podcast is. Like, just shouting out the fathers is like just a thing that we always do. Thing. Yeah, that's not a bad thing. No, it's, it's not. Let's but... be honest. Everybody wins an award on some award show. They thank their, their MVP or whatever. They always thank their mom. I want to thank my mom. And I'm, I always sit there like with my hands in the air like, <laughs> really? Like, yeah. you had a dad too. He had nothing to do with this. So, um, you know, it's well, not bad to get it. a... Uh, Father, get a shout out. This is true. Hour. This is true. This is fair. So, well, it's been an so honor. On behalf of all fathers. Out there, oh, gosh. I want to yeah. thank you. You're going to speak on behalf of yes. all fathers. All, all fathers <laughs> across the world. Okay. Thank you for having me on your podcast. So, I've done my part. You've done your part. Perfect. All right. Well, that was this episode of uh, whatever. I'll, I'm going to do the outro by myself okay. later. So. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, me and my father. If you liked this, let us know. Uh, we are podcastfailurelaunch at gmail.com. We are at launchfailure on Twitter. We are on Instagram. We are fa- failure to launch podcast on Instagram. You can check me out on Ryan John at uh, letterbox.com. Charles is uh, CH02. Um, special thank you to Jake Music for our theme as always, and uh, have a good, uh, I was going to say have a good week, but you'll be hearing from us later in the week, so have a good, uh, however long it is until you, the listener, listen to the next episode. This could be two weeks from now, and you could listen to it 30 seconds after this one. I don't know why you would, but if you're, look, okay, it's hard to do these when you're not bouncing off somebody else, all right? I get it. I know. Have a good one, everybody. Feel you